some shit I wrote about when I was broke. See the power of the mind is not a joke. Man, I said that I would do it and I did. Hey, what's up everyone? This is Steve and welcome to Golden State of Mind, the podcast where we focus on mindset and improving our future. It's Valentine's Day week, guys, so there's a lot going on. In reality, me and my wife, we don't really celebrate Valentine's Day because it's more of an artificial way of showing your love. For us, at least, um, it's just like a, a weekend to try to show off, buy a lot of stuff, spend a lot of money, try to take pictures and show off to people on your social media of your chocolate or your jewelry or your fancy dinner that you go to or whatever gifts you get. And it's just kind of like mine is better than yours. Me and my wife are not really big on that. We're not into like trying to show off or one up people. We share our lives, but not in a way to try to just show off, but more in a way to inspire. So we never really are big on Valentine's Day. Uh, A lot of times we don't even buy each other anything. One, we like to save money and we like to spend money on things that are going to bring us value or provide for us. It's not just buying gifts just to buy them. Luckily, my wife is one of those people. So when I ask her if she wants roses and things like that, just like any woman, of course she would like them. But is it worth $25 to have some flowers sit on the counter for a week and then die she would rather use that money and go out and have like a dinner with the family or do something else and it just for us it's a waste for other people it's great if that's what you enjoy if that's what makes you happy there's nothing wrong with that but we just choose not to and usually we go out to eat at least once a week as a family just to get out the house do something together with our kids or to do something one-on-one for me and her as like a date night just because of this man-made holiday it doesn't mean that we have to go into debt or spend extra money that we don't have to try to show off in reality it's like do you even really want to go out on that night because that's like the busiest night to go out on where you're going to be dealing with people you're going to be dealing with weights you're going to be dealing with lines quality the service isn't going to be at its best a lot of times i would rather go out on a day that's not one of those holidays just so you're not dealing with the headache of other people and especially with covid going on and things being shut down most likely it's going to be like a stay at home type thing for those who aren't with somebody a lot of times this could be a sad time for them too because they may feel lonely they may feel like replaying things in their head what went wrong why did this but it's like don't don't dwell on the past Focus on your future and don't look at it as a negative. Look at it as an advantage and it's just all about self-love. By that, it's like you, you care about yourself enough to be single. And being single is actually a good thing because it allows you to get to know yourself better. It allows you to experience life without like holding onto somebody's hand like with fear or like guidance you're able to do things on your own you're able to make decisions on your own you're able to experience life on your terms and instead of using it in a destructive way to where you're just numbing yourself by trying to keep busy trying to go out trying to party trying to drink and be self-destructive take that time to build yourself think of it as becoming the person you would want to date be the best version of yourself And that means getting into best shape you've ever been, 
becoming smarter than you've ever been, learning how to control your emotions, thinking about the mistakes you made, and building those weaknesses up, whether it's communication, building trust, sharing your emotions, your empathy, whatever it is. And you know, once you build yourself up, when the opportunity does come, when you do meet somebody, you'll be ready. Because if you're just self-destructive and you come across that person and you find them, what are the odds that you're going to make that relationship work then? Because now you have to make up for all the destruction that you've done to your body, to your health, to everything. So use that time to build yourself up and grow. That's the best advice I could recommend for anybody who's not in a, in a serious relationship right now. That goes to today's topic. There's different types of love. There's healthy love and unhealthy love. And I'm going to break down both of those and give you guys some examples and some tips and share with you guys a little bit about me and my wife and how we operate and how we've been able to make our relationship last over 10 years and how we've grown together versus growing apart. So in an unhealthy relationship, you usually have two people who are just using each other. They're using each other to escape their unhappiness that life has brought them. They are unhappy about everything that has going on for them. They can't seem to figure things out on their own, so they usually need to find their happiness with somebody else. I'm going to repeat that. They try to find their happiness through somebody else, which means someone else can make them happy. But the problem is with that, if that person leaves, if that person's gone, if that person decides to not, want to make things work for you, your happiness goes away and you fall back into that hole. And instead of doing the actual work to fix yourself, to build yourself up, to grow, you end up looking for another person to find your true happiness because you're not happy with yourself. And so it becomes a repetitive cycle that a lot of people go through over and over, relationship to relationship, because instead of taking the time to work on themselves, they focus on trying to find someone else because they think that's going to be the answer to help them when really it's not. And once they start dating that new person, that person starts to see the characteristics and the flaws that you're lacking. And because of that, they end up leaving and the cycle continues. Now, a healthy relationship is when two people, they deal with their own problems individually. But at the same time, they now have a partner that they can communicate with, that they can share their struggles with, and they can get advice. Instead of the other partner tearing them down or going to war with them, the partner is going to help them, support them, and help build them up. And that's a healthy relationship. So that means you own your problems, you own your flaws, you own your mistakes. You don't put that on the other person. You carry your 50% in your relationship. And your partner is supposed to carry his or her 50% as well. And while you guys are dealing with your 50%, you guys can get advice, you can help, and you can share because you have each other's back. That is how a real relationship works. What it all comes down to is a responsible person. Are you responsible? Are you going to be responsible for yourself? And are you open to being responsible with somebody else and sometimes that means telling the truth and that's called 
giving constructive criticism, not putting somebody down, not being negative, but giving criticism that's going to help them improve versus just saying, okay, yes, and agreeing. A lot of times the person that doesn't want to deal with the responsibility will say that because it's easier. Whereas giving someone the actual advice to help them seems more scary because it can hurt their feeling. But what hurts you short term will end up helping you in the long term. Remember that something that can hurt you short term will end up actually helping you long term. Constructive criticism. That's why a lot of times when we're younger, we have a lot of these experiences because both sides of the relationship aren't as experienced. They're not as mature. They're not as educated. They don't know as much. And when these mistakes happen, they start to cause damage in the relationship. And just like anything, you can only put a relationship back together so many times until it's so broken that it's impossible to put back together. It's like a plate. If you drop a plate and it breaks into two or three pieces, you can glue it back together. It won't be perfect, but you can glue it back together. Now, if you throw that plate on the ground again and it breaks into six pieces, it's going to be a little bit harder. And if you do it again and again and again, it's going to be extremely hard to hold this plate together and make it function. And that's the same thing like a relationship. Each time you break down the trust, the lying, the cheating, the abuse, whatever the problems are in the relationship that cross the boundaries, those make the relationship unhealthy and that's what causes it to not grow and improve. A lot of toxic relationships lack this communication and responsibility, which means a lot of times there's no boundaries. And when you have no boundaries, that means problems occur and people cross those boundaries and people get hurt. Relationships begin to suffer and then problems stack up, which means it becomes an ongoing struggle to defend your relationship. It becomes a test. It becomes no longer fun. And the relationship is no longer about love. It's about like worried and having to check in and making sure the other person isn't doing something behind your back. And it just becomes this really miserable way of living, which I don't know why anyone would want to put themselves through that. But then they're too scared to leave it because they're scared to be alone. And that falls back to self-love because they're scared to work on themselves. Instead of being scared, they'd rather be miserable. So if you love someone, one of the best things you can do is give constructive criticism because that's going to help them. It may be hard at first, but if you explain it to them, then you guys will be able to grow together instead of growing apart. I'm going to give you guys an example. That's something I always tell my wife. Whenever we have any issues, I always say, do you want to grow together or do you want to grow apart? Because if you don't want to put in the work, we're going to start to grow apart. So if you want things to work and last for the long term, you need to put in the work so we can grow together. Do it for yourself. Do it for our relationship. Do it for the kids. And then we do our communication and we figure out what's wrong and we try to solve it instead of blaming one another. An example of constructive criticism for us, I'll use this example. When I first got into the relationship with my wife, 
she used to consider spending time with her kids. She has two daughters. They're my stepdaughters. I would be at work, you know, like on the weekends or something, and say she would watch a movie with them. So she would consider spending time with the kids, being in the room with them, playing on her phone, whether she's playing games, whether she's texting her friends, whether she's just scrolling on social media. But she's in the room with them, and they're watching the movie, and she has no idea what's going on. But she would say, I'm spending quality time with my kids. And for me, I know that's not considered quality time because she doesn't know what's going on. And at first, I didn't say nothing because I was new into the relationship. I allowed it. Then it went across my, it went against my morals and it crosses my boundaries. So I addressed them in a respectful way. And I asked her, how is that spending quality time with them? And she said, because we're watching a movie. And I said, no, they are watching a movie. You are on your phone. Because if it was quality time, you would be able to talk to them about how was the movie? Did you like it? Who is your favorite character? What was the moral of the story? Do you think it was good? You would have a discussion. And as kids, you would want to teach them. Each movie has a story, especially for kid shows, Disney movies, all those. They always have a moral to the story, which is a lesson that needs to be learned. And you could talk about it with your kids. And that's what really causes the bonding because you guys are experiencing something together. Not just like, okay, movie's done. Clean up, you guys. Let's get ready for dinner. That doesn't build anything. And so because we had this conflict, I let her know that she could have done one of two things. She could have defended herself and not taken it in and been like, you don't know what you're talking about. Don't tell me how to do it. This is the way I do it, blah, 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 blah. But instead, she actually took it in. She wasn't defensive. She took it as constructive criticism, as in I'm trying to solve a problem instead of break her down or like call her a bad mom or put her down or be negative. I had no negative intentions. I meant well with everything that I, I brought to the table. And so because of that, she accepted it. And she said, you know what? You're absolutely right, Steve. Thank you for pointing that out to me. From now on, I'm not going to be on my phone when we watch movies. When I'm in the room with them, I'm going to put my phone down and I'm going to give them all my attention. Because if I don't know what's going on, that's not considered quality time. And so by something small like that, we were able to resolve it, and it wasn't a big deal. It was an argument, there was no disagreements, and it didn't turn into something that it didn't need to be. It was just me pointing out something. And that's how a healthy relationship works. She does it to me, I do it to her, and that's how we get things fixed, so that they don't build up, so that we don't have resentment, so that we don't argue as much, and we just learn how to move forward. We also set a lot of boundaries. Something I love about my wife is she has boundaries and she will hold her ground and not let me cross those boundaries. One of them is we made it a deal that when we are in a disagreement and we're basically arguing, we're debating on why she thinks her way is, is the correct way or why I think my way is the correct way and we're debating trying to figure out the problem and try to solve it we made it a thing to no law no to do no name calling 
which means don't call each other like you're stupid how dumb are you you fucking idiot we don't say any of those type of things we don't say anything that's name calling to put one another down because that can easily change the disagreement into now a disrespectful battle trying to argue with one another it throws gasoline into the situation to make it worse versus making it better another thing is we try not to yell this is one of my weaknesses because if something doesn't get done for the third or fourth time i'll get more irritated and i'll raise my voice after the fourth time fifth time asking but my wife is good and she will always keep me in check and she'll always say steve i'm not going to talk to you until you talk in a normal voice because if i'm yelling we're not hearing each other and if she yells back at me we're no longer hearing each other we're just battling and whoever thinks they can get the loudest is going to win which is not true because in a relationship no one wins an argument you both lose the only way to win an argument is for both of you guys to solve the problem so that it doesn't happen again and that's how you both win that's the goal so if you guys are in a relationship make sure you use some of those exercises when you're communicating and if you aren't in a relationship this still applies to the relationship you have in business the relationship relationships you have with friends your parents anybody you communicate with these are all things you should do for everybody because without them relationships will be unhealthy so use some of those exercises to strengthen your relationships strengthen yourself and become a better person the best way to love somebody is to learn how to love yourself and like i tell my kids i love myself more than i love them because if i didn't love myself i wouldn't have any love to give to them cuz how can i give something that i don't know how to do and so the more i love myself the love will overflow and all that overflowing love will then be given to them but if i barely have any love to fill up my cup how am i going to pour any out for them it doesn't work that way and i try to teach them so much about self love especially them being girls self love is so important especially for females because of just the comparison of the ideal girl and what they're supposed to look like how they're supposed to feel just everything as a father to a daughter you'll understand women that are listening you understand it's just a a very tough world for them so they need to be strong from within and the more we can build them up from within it will then overflow into their real life everything starts from within everything starts from the mindset it grows inside and then it comes out into our outer life so work on yourself guys build some self love learn to appreciate yourself don't be scared to be alone take advantage of the time alone to grow and work on yourself so that when you are in a relationship you can grow together instead of grow apart you can learn how to have boundaries you can learn how to communicate you can learn to carry your own weight and also help your partner without having them be the only reason for your happiness you are your own happiness they are just 
the icing on the cake. You are the cake. And without it, what happens? The icing is useless. So build your cake up. Make yourself the best cake that you can be so that when the icing is found, it complements you. It doesn't make you. That's the best relationship advice I could give. It's worked for me. It's helped me and my wife get to where we are. We've been together for 10 years. We've had a lot of ups. We've had a lot of downs. We've had times where we thought about splitting up. We always work through the hard times and we always celebrate the good times. And we always try to give back and share knowledge because we genuinely care about others. We rather see more people happy than hurt. And a lot of times we all just want the same thing. It all boils back down to love, respect, appreciation, having someone that's there for us. Once we can accomplish this, our lives start to become more fulfilled. But we can't have that until we focus on ourselves first and getting our minds right. So you guys have a good week. I'll see you guys soon. Share this with friends, family, loved ones, people you care about that you want to see do good. Let's get our mindset right and let's grow. Have a good week, guys.